Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. It's the quarterfinal edition of the FIFA World Cup and what a tournament it has been. So many ups and downs, but I think the panel is fairly confident of how it could go. Um, and yet to discuss it with me is, of course, the ever-present Chandler Nagel, as well as the returnee, uh, Joshua Gaylord. Gentlemen, it's good to be back. Josh, it's good to have you back. You lost your voice, hopefully not your confidence. No, no, no. But, I, was, uh, I listened to the podcast last week and there were some interesting takes. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I actually do agree with, uh, even the wild ones. Um, but yeah, it's great to be back on mm. the final eight. Yeah, this tournament has been extremely entertaining mm-hmm. um, from group stage all mm-hmm. the way through. And we've got some crazy fixtures coming lined up for this weekend. I, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, funny you mentioned last week's podcast and some bold calls. Chad, how are you feeling after calling that Morocco um, victory to knock Spain out? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling good because, uh, you know, we, we were talking about, uh, how, um, about how we want to see an African team mm. go far in the tournament. And I, I've said, you know, Morocco, uh, yes, before the World Cup, before the tournament started, I think everyone shouted Senegal, they, were the, they are the African champions. But I think with that injury to um, Sadio Mane, I think my, my focus turned to uh, Morocco. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've been so impressed with what I've seen, you know, having been, having gone unbeaten, having played the likes of Belgium, who are the, the, the number one ranked team uh, in, 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 in the world for some time. Yeah. Uh, the 2018 World Cup finalist Croatia too. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there's, there's another team, <laughs> Spain. Yeah. Uh, Spain 2010 winners, uh, one of, the, one of the, 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 the most impressive sides before that encounter. So I think Morocco have been superb. I've, 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 I've definitely liked what I've seen. Happy for my Chelsea boy there, Hakim Ziyech as well. Yeah, we'll and, see how um, long he's a Chelsea boy, but I mean... <laughs> Yeah, no, he's definitely playing for a move. That's for sure. <laughs> but it's nice to be on the um, to be on the show, and it's also nice that all of our teams are still in. Yeah, that we predicted to win the tournament, so that's always good. Uh, Josh, just remind our viewers because it, well, our listeners rather, it has been a long time since you joined us. So just to remind us who you backed at the start. Well, I mean, lots of people would have laughed, and yeah. a lot of, there are a lot of them out there who are still laughing, still laughing, mm-hmm. and a lot of them out there who. Are kind of in the corner. I think the host the is even laughing. Um, <laughs> Some are buying into they, the vision. They've been extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. I won't even say their name just yet, but they've they've scored tie the most goals this tournament mm-hmm. um, with Portugal. Uh, they're on twelve goals. I mean, sure. they've been impressive going forward. Defensively, they've been strong, mm-hmm. uh, even with a good couple of rotations and producing uh, young talents that will definitely be stars in the future. Um, England have been a major, a major. Uh, player in this tournament, and they come up against the defending champions. If if you take out a defending champion, you're surely a favourite to take the tournament. Is that what? Is that? Yeah, I mean, let's let's start with the fixture of uh, England and France, and because suppose we'll go from last to first, just to make it more recent with the most recent fixture ending off. But uh, England, France, Josh, you say that if England do knock out France, the world champions, of course, they become favourites for this tournament. I believe so. Um, lots of people kind of wrote off France, uh, having lost, obviously, mm. crucial players. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they've, they've shown, they've impressed. And the obvious outlet being Kylian Mbappe, um, you, can't, you can't rule them out. We, we shouldn't have ruled them out based on just th- those injuries. But yeah. you can't blame us either. Mm. Um, they've been extremely impressive. That 
that outlet of Kylian Mbappe uh, is is going to take on any any defensive line and uh, the obvious battle being in this one, Kyle Walker, who yeah. is the the front man to start in this fixture. Um, for me, the only other person that I think could probably nullify uh, Mbappe for the most part in the world is probably Morocco's right back, which is Hakimi okay. and a teammate in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this fixture, I, I, I'm leaning. Obviously, it's it's a, a biased thing in terms of leaning toward toward the team that I predicted to win, which is England. But it's a tough battle, nonetheless. I'm 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 looking forward to players like Harry Kane. Uh, who I don't like to rate, but yeah. he is a quality and a mm-hmm. key player for England. Um, Tottenham bias fin- aside now. Yeah, yeah, finally getting his goal, uh, which I, I felt that he'd get the, the goal and boot this tournament. Mm-hmm. Considering that they scored 12 already, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that he took so long to get uh, his name on the score sheet. But other than that, he has been the player who's been able to in, uh, instigate the play going forward yeah. um, for, for, for England. Uh, uh, um, oh, this picture is going to be a good one. That's- Pose, we'll come back to your prediction, give you time to think about yeah, that. We'll In the meantime, there. Chad, is Kylian Mbappe right now, today, the best player in the world? Well, um, that's a good question. I think um, I, I would definitely like to say that I believe... Is it uh, fair to say that if he's good on the day, France won the game? That's just a tough... Uh, for mm. me, it's always who you come up against. You know, like, do you do you say that if they play England, probably yes, mm. uh, against against um, Brazil, maybe not so much. Yeah. So I think it, it always depends on the opposition. I feel uh, France have the two best players in the world, uh, with the other, yes, uh, to Kylian Mbappe, I think the other being um, uh, Karim Benzema, who I put number one, but since he's not at the tournament, mm-hmm. they still have Kyl- uh, Kylian Mbappe, who's been fantastic, arguably uh, the, the player of the tournament mm-hmm. thus far. Um, he's, he's looked... Fantastic! He's been a live wire. He's he's been a nuisance. And uh, what's what's also good is that um, we haven't heard any much negativity yeah. that 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 always comes with Kylian Mbappe off or the field. Like in, the ch- in general, and we we even saw like that people were having a like having a go and laughing at his celebration, like him and Giroud <laughs> like hugging each other because we know there was a spat. Over there. But it's good to see that, you know, differences have been put aside for the benefit of the nation. Mm-hmm. And this is a nation that thrive in, in on the world stage. They are the current champions. And this is the quality that France have, that even without the likes of Karim Benzema, Christopher Nkunku, most people thought he would be one of the stars in the lineup. Mm-hmm. They haven't had Pogba and Kante, the mm-hmm. tried and tested, arguably the best midfield duo on the, on the planet. Yeah. Lucas Hernandez, the left back, the first choice. Yeah, they, back, and they've had, you know, they've, they've had their injury concerns, mm-hmm. their, um, but this is the quality that they have where, where players uh, uh, who are also world-class can just come in. Players yeah. like Olivier Giroud has been fantastic. So, you know, this is going to be a tough test for England. Uh, but at the same time, a tough test as well for for France because I do believe that this is a tough game. Uh, and I think that from this point on in the tournament, and this doesn't just apply to this fixture but the others mm. as well, I think you just have to bring your A game because if you don't, you're going to pay the price for it. But in terms of a prediction, while England will feel that they'll believe that it's coming home, I say they're going home. On that Mbappe topic, to add to Chad's point, yes, Karim Benzema could be a better footballer or just could have more of a football brain and just has that experience and the longevity. But this is the second time now we've seen Kylian Mbappe at the world stage, the biggest stage in the world. He's done it in the 2018 FIFA World Cup. 
conquered the world, won the World Cup. I feel he is the best player in the World Cup. Of course, the people who gave the awards, I didn't agree. But I feel like he's been the best player at this tournament as well. And I'm calling him the best player in the world. Um, yeah, you, you you can't knock you. We can't mm. knock you for calling him the best player. Um, but do proving, you agree? When you're proving yourself on the world stage, mm-hmm. which is the the World Cup, mm-hmm. um, for the first first term, which was in 2018, yeah. in, extremely impressive. Now again, mm-hmm. for this, not even like uh, two World Cups later, uh, when he's 28, 29, mm-hmm. somewhere there, it feels like Mbappe has been around for a long time yeah. already, and the man is, about, I think, like what, 23? <laughs> somewhere along those lines. You got to call him a boy now. <laughs> um, so I think I can't agree with you uh, mm-hmm. just yet, um, purely based on the fact that you've got to look at nation and mm. club. Um, yes, he is performing for his club, but with all due respect to PSG, um, mm. he hasn't done it with them in the Champions League. Yeah. Um, and the French League isn't the most competitive. Uh, there's just really one team winning that tournament all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't agree with you based on that. But he's definitely up there with players currently playing, uh, form included and all of that. I think he's top five for me. Top three? What do you guys find that? I feel like we're in a negotiation battle <laughs> now. Uh, let's go on to the England versus France prediction. Which I haven't given the listeners yet. Um, look... For me, it's always coming down to a midfield battle. Um, mm. And I didn't mention the player who has been the best midfielder, in my opinion, at the World Cup so yeah. far, uh, which is Jude Bellingham. Uh, yes, he might, it might, you can call it overhype or whatever you want. Some people might. English tax, I agree. Yeah, the uh, English tax. But for me, he's definitely a yeah. proven player. Um, to, for, this is <clears throat> his first World Cup. Yeah. Um, like it was in Mbappe's last a uh, lot in 2018 this is his first world cup and he's come out and he's shone like yeah. Yeah. excessively mm. um and i think that uh Tukumeni is a great player uh Kamavinga hasn't had really had a chance to show um they've got rabio in there who uh, some man united fans were disgusted when they had the links with him yeah. but i think they but would take, take him, him now, now. they yeah. definitely take him now um but i think that england just have a bit more cohesion <laughs> in that midfield mm. uh from young to a little bit of experience in Declan Rice on the world stage. And surprisingly enough, a midfielder who I never really rated, Henderson, was fantastic against Senegal. Yeah. Um, the world champions of Africa, that is. Um, I'm, I'm backing England to take this one. Two to one is obvi- obviously yeah. this is the most, the best odds that we have on mm-hmm, offer mm-hmm. in the World Cup. Um, I think I have to back England here. Yeah. I, I think for me, um, why I'm also siding with France is because. By the way, I agree with what Josh has said about England. They have, you know, they, they definitely deserve credits. And I think um, uh, Jude Bellingham's definitely been a standout in amongst many stars in that team that have come to the party. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, we, like I can't look past that their, their performance against USA, mm. where they put out a strong team and they were rattled. You know, and I feel like France, when they played a, a French side against, not it's a World Cup, not, maybe fringe is not the right word, but mm. when they played a bit of a second string team, like that, that, that was like done and dusted and like they, they, they changed the whole team and then they even played in goal. Yeah. Like England put out a top team and they were still rattled. USA had, had a, a many, uh, uh, goal scoring opportunities, Christian Pulisic. I think if that mm. falls to the likes of Mbappe and, and Olivier Giroud, like it, it's just going to be curtains for England. Well, um, 
Morocco against Portugal is our next fixture to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad, Morocco, I'm going to start with you because you've yeah. been, you know, on the Moroccan train yeah. from the start. Um, you've, you know, you've tipped this team to go this far, but can they go further against mm. one of my favorites to win the, the World Cup? So it's definitely tough. It's a big ask for Morocco. Um, it's, it's just a big ask for an African uh, team, ac- according to the history, because no African side has reached the, the semifinals of, of the World Cup. Mm. I did say a couple podcasts ago that Morocco, I think they're good, as, good enough to go t- to reach the quarterfinals. You did say this was Africa's best chance. Yeah, and I, and I said they, mm. they're good enough to reach the quarterfinals. Now... Now that we're yeah, at the quarterfinals, now the question has now changed to can they actually reach the semifinals? Standing in their way is another European powerhouse in Portugal who are just brushing teams aside. Like that yeah. 6-1 victory over, over Switzerland was such a statement. But I, I, look, there's, there's a clear favorite in this, in, the, in this game. And on paper, it's probably the easiest tie to call on paper. But I just, I just feel like Okay, look, they are expected to win, but I just feel like you just, they just have to be superb if they are going to beat uh, Morocco because Morocco, uh, they've gone unbeaten. They played mm-hmm. Croatia, they yeah. played Belgium, they play, played Spain, they beat Canada. They, yeah. they, they've been brilliant. And it's not just their results, it's their performances yeah. as well. Yeah. When they have the ball, they're good going forward. When they don't have the ball, they're chasing in numbers. I'll ask you this, Chad. Is it a case of them just versing Portugal at the worst possible time? If if they were facing another team, uh, possibly in the last eight, would you back them? Let's say Croatia. I would back them to be Croatia. Is it Netherlands? I, I probably would, and I'm not saying I would get both. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> mm-hmm. I would get yeah. both right, calls right. But you might fancy. even get both calls wrong. But I just that's the confidence that this team Morocco have given me. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's just I, a case of Portugal just being too good. If, yeah, if Portugal play at the play to their level, the Portugal uh, level, then 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 it's going to be incredibly difficult for mm. for Morocco to even score a goal. Yeah. But if Morocco continue to play this way, uh, fearless, uh, don't respect the opponent too much, and you play your game, I think they actually have a chance. Yeah. Ridiculous as that that may sound. Yeah, for me, Josh, I just see Portugal as a team uh, like I see Brazil with with very little weakness. They've I suppose the goalkeeper is the only uh, weak point in the last game. He, he wasn't so great with his feet, but I think that was just a rare occasion. He's usually decent with his feet. So you look at the back line, Pepe, Ruben Diaz, uh, the fullbacks. Jacques Cancel- Cancelo didn't even start in the 6-1 game. And then uh, many people's goats up front, people called him the weakness. They just took him out. His replacement scores a hat-trick. So if, from a Moroccan standpoint, how do you how do you look for for weakness in this Portuguese side? Um, I think Morocco have done well by not looking for the opponent's weakness. I think they've just stuck to their own strengths. Mm-hmm. I think that defensively, we can tell they, that's that's what they are backing to get them to the tournament. Yeah, it might not look impressive uh, mm-hmm. from a footballing perspective, um, whereas on the flip side, Portugal from a footballing perspective has been... Uh, I say footballing perspective, like defense isn't part yeah. of football, <laughs> but I think the listeners know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Portugal have been impressive in that aspect going forward mm. uh, whereas quite the opposite um, and, and like I just mentioned England being one of the top uh, equal top goal scorers for the World Cup so far alongside Portugal who mm. they, they, their last fixture was it just so ruthless like, it was so ruthless it just looked like a totally different team and with all due respect to one of the best footballers to ever walk the planet mm. 
they have to carry him to the finish line now. Yeah. Um, I feel like for Portugal, it is all about Ronaldo. He's carried Portugal over all of these years. And now it's time for the rest of the team to carry him to the destination that he so longs for. Does he come back into the lineup? I don't believe so. I think he. I think they need to start with a similar lineup to what they did have already. Um, you can't bench someone who's just scored a hat trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Can they not crazy. play together? No, I don't think so. I think the two players that they do have coming down the right and the left in Bruno Fernandes, who does drop into the middle a bit yeah. more often than not, and Jao Felix, who is also a totally different player. I mean, yeah. and he even came out in. Um, excuse me, recent uh, interviews saying that he feels like a different player playing yeah. for the Portugal team and playing for Atletico Madrid. Seems like he's playing with other position. He's just yes, floating. Like, you know, floating. It, it looks, he's held it looks great. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. the two teams that have pre- impressed me the most, this this World Cup, Brazil and Portugal. Um, and I think that Portugal, it pains me to say, but I think that this is the, 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 the end of the road for the Moroccan team. But it's not going to be easy. Mm. Uh, uh, Portugal still have to get it done, and I think that they'll be able to break down this. This um, th- they have a bit yeah. more of an edge in the attacking sense, whereas Ferranto, uh, excuse me, um, Morata. Yeah. Morata was the player who I thought that could break down the Spanish opponents, uh, uh, the Moroccan, Moroccan defense, defense, but it, it just didn't seem like that. And I think that more more players up front to break down the Moroccan defense. Portugal can get it done. I, I get why this could be tough because Morocco do have the support of all of Africa and all the Africans who traveled out to Qatar will be backing Morocco because they're the last African team remaining. Mm-hmm. And then Morocco are an Arab, um, Arab African country, so they'll have that support base already in Qatar. Qatar. Well. Yeah. So, you know, I get why they could make it hard, but just looking at all Portugal's games, every game they've played in, and, you know, like Brazil, you saw when Brazil played, the whole stadium was just yellow Brazil, and green. Portugal and Argentina, I think those are the are most the supported. That, that, the stadium get full. Yeah, so so I'm play. I'm kind of intrigued to see that. I know it has nothing to do with the prediction and who's going through. In fact, it it could, but uh, just not from a betting perspective. But I feel like that'll be uh, interesting to see who's supported more on the day. But yeah, I just can't see past Portugal. Um, I, I feel like they could make this quite comfortable without uh, any disrespect to towards Morocco. Um, but yeah, tomorrow, uh, Friday night, under the lights, Netherlands against Argentina. Is the dream over for Lionel Messi? No, certainly not. Mm. Um, it's not over at all. In fact, I think it's very much on the cards. Um, I just feel, though, that this is a difficult game for Argentina. Um, they, they haven't, you know, we know what they're capable of, but I don't think they can be too proud of they, they can point to one performance in the World Cup and be like, we were at our best. We mm. were majestic mm-hmm. uh, in, in this game. I think Messi can say that yeah. because we've seen his quality. But I, but for the whole team, I'm not so sure. I think this is, a, uh, this is actually such a difficult game to call for me. And, and a lot of people, I've, I've seen comments uh, you know, on social media, uh, a lot of people are quite confident about, about Argentina winning the match because mm. of their... Their quality and messy, but Netherlands have been have been good, and you know they peaked late. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is not foreign um, mm-hmm. to, to to Dutch football in the World Cup. They in in World Cups, this is what they do. They normally come alive around this time, the knockout stages, the quarters, and I just feel like they do have enough quality 
Memphis Depay has scored. He's off the mark now. Mm-hmm. He's going to want to score and uh, uh, add more goals to, to, to his game this tournament. And there's Cody Gakpo who's been one of the stars, yeah. one of the, the shining lights in the tournament. Um, also, you know, you just look at the, the offensive players and you, you, you have to, like, you know, you look at other teams, def- offensive players like Argentina, you start midfield up. You mm-hmm. have to go, for, if you think about offensive players uh, for Dutch uh, for the Dutch national team, you have to start in defense. Mm. You have to start with guys like Dumfries who bombs mm. forward. And so it's going to be a very difficult game for uh, Argentina, difficult game for Netherlands as well. It's tough to call. I remember writing this featured game for soccer betting news. And I, I, I like it, I took so long trying to pick a, uh, a winner, but I, you know, I can tell you that I definitely want Argentina mm-hmm. to win because of Messi. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see him go far, go all the way. In fact, but this is a tough, tough game. I think I'm, I, I think I'm gonna actually call a draw here, and I can't pick a winner. Whoever, whoever, whoever Just goes let the good to, times roll after whoever goes to an extra time penalties, but I think the game will go to extra time. I'll tell you what, Dish isn't on this podcast, but he's been quite vocal of uh, Netherlands. All tournaments, he's in fact he's been vocal about how anti-Brazil he is. But in that in that same sentence, he, he spoke about how you know how impressed he was with Netherlands, and he's not on this podcast to say it, but I'm sure he's backing Netherlands if our listeners are out there and want to follow him. Um, but I feel like I could be backing Argentina um, strictly because I say strictly. We'll get to strictly come dancing just now, um, but <laughs> I feel like Netherlands against a better opposition in the, you know, in the round of 16 against the USA. I feel like USA could have put them to bed. And Pulisic was, you know, very sloppy in attack. There were a few other players who missed glorious chances. And I feel like you can't give Messi or Martinez uh, those chances. And I feel like Argentina could find uh, cracks in the in the Dutch defense. So I'm going to go with Argentina. But I'm just here to ask the questions, Josh. It's all about what you, you guys you think. Lutado Martinez, yeah, he's, he was wasteful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was a bit wasteful. No, but yeah. I mean, like you know, I, I, I get he was is very uh, wasteful. But you know, I've, I feel like I actually another think opportunity. He's not start. I actually think uh, 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 the Man City guy. What's his name? Um, Alvarez. 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 I think he's going to start. I, that's the thing with Martinez. He's got enough quality to bounce back, and uh, and that's what I'm expecting. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we we just I think we most of the fans are just knocking him because he did miss some extremely yeah. crucial chances on a well. There is Higuain like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think someone even called him the Harry Maguire in the front. Anyway, um, the, yeah, this is Chad's reiterated how difficult this. I think this this is the most difficult picture for me. Um, for me, it's as a, well, it's, yeah. it's the oldest manager versus the youngest manager in the tournament, uh, mm. Louis Van Gaal. Sure. 71, and I think, uh, I forget his, his name uh, right now. Scaloni. Lionel Scaloni. Um, I think he's what, roughly 40, 41. Sure. Um, yeah, old enough to be a father or grandfather. <laughs> he could make it in the Portuguese backline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, it's, a, it's such a tough game to call. I think uh, one thing that Chad touched on that's going to prove extremely pivotal in this fixture are those wingbacks. And even someone who maybe Manchester United fans aren't too keen on is Daily Blind. He's looked excellent as a wingback. Um, And the link-up between... I I know... It was the wingback show, actually, last time out. Yeah, I think that the way... It's almost similar to how uh, Liverpool play with their wingbacks, passing to one another, almost uh, across over their entire defence, and picking up a goal like that Mm. um, against USA. 
they've now you can for me Netherlands in the beginning they weren't that impressive um I was shocked when Desh mentioned that he's backing Netherlands to take mm. this tournament but I think that they've slowly come into their stride um and they've got a player like Memphis Depay who's more of a focal point for them in the front yeah. and then they've got Gakpo who's more of a runner for them so they've got a bit of option in nice the front balance, it's a yeah. nice balance for them in the in the front of the park and while Argentina came in with an impressive defensive record this is a tough test for them mm, yeah. um we saw how Saudi Arabia the, the only real shock for me like we're chatting off here the only real shock for me was that Saudi Arabia won beating them early on mm. and those kind of forwards can take less of a less of a chance if they are given uh, to put to put Argentina to bed um and while i want Lionel Messi to to go on uh, mm-hmm. and make an proper name for himself because you you if you haven't won the world cup um it's hard That's, to really brag even yeah. though they've done so much him and ronaldo even though they've done There's insanely a much piece. it's a missing piece that they need yeah. in their belt they're not in their belts um but so to ask the question I asked at the starts of this preview is the dream over the dream is over for me sadly sadly to mm. say um the dream is over for Messi. I think Netherlands on the double chance here. Chad back to draw. Well, I'm saying double chance on Netherlands. But once it goes to extra time, extra Netherlands time is have. anybody's game. Mm. Uh, it depends on who's got the fresher legs going into that one. Uh, I'm backing Netherlands, yeah. Last but certainly not least, in fact, the first of the quarterfinal fixtures is uh, Croatia against Strictly Come Dancing United, Strictly Come Dancing FC, uh, Dancing with the Stars, It's <laughs> yeah. Look, that this is our team, Brazil. I mean, mm-hmm. we called it. We said from the from the start, we said Brazil are gonna uh, be crowned uh, world champions. It's long overdue. Now they have the team to do it. They've got a coach who's hungry, uh, who's looking to bounce back from past yeah, disappointments. He's, he's got happy feet on that touchline. He's he's dancing as well, and a lot of people giving them slack for that. I, I can't understand that because that that's part of the heritage yeah. dancing, and you know, it's it's part of. Even ours, so we can relate as Africans. You know, mm. we in 2010 remember the celebration for for Shabalala's goal. Yeah, you know, so you know the dancing. You know, it's, it doesn't. It, 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 you know, that's just ridiculous. Croatia dance themselves, dance yeah. some more. Dance Croatia some more, themselves yeah. have actually said it's not disrespectful. No, of course it's not disrespectful. Mm. I, I, I look. There was I, a time where I think Paqueta, like it, it was, <laughs> it was, it was done, and then he called everyone back to dance again. I think. <laughs> I think maybe you could have, you know, like just like the first time was okay, but yeah. no, I'm joking. Like it's fine, you know, just go ahead, dance. I think they'll dance again against Croatia, but um, I, you know, there's a lot of people that are, you know, a lot of people are frustrated with Croatia. Understandably, they don't play the most exciting brand of football, but like Josh said earlier, you know, defense is part of football as well, and I do think that they defend brilliantly, and they've got grafters in midfield. Yes, uh, uh, Luka Modric is perhaps past his peak, but you got Modric, um, you've got Brozovic, um, uh, and you've got Mateo Kovacic, which and Perisic I think as well. Perisic, but I'm talking about that midfield trio. Mm. That is that is really they they're really good and they're tough to break down. And I do think, look, Brazil have all the quality and they will definitely find a way to break through. But I, I I'm not expecting like you know score lines of three nil and and I, I don't think it's going to be that. Uh, one-sided because mm. I do think that Croatia, what they lack, what they lack for in uh, in, in perhaps class and 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 in product and quality, I do think they make up for it in their 
their their teamwork and and their aggression and how hard they they you know you know like just the effort that they put in mm-hmm. and I I do think that they're going to make Brazil sweat but Brazil just being Brazil having all the quality that they possess I think they'll find a way and they'll prove too strong in the end So Brazil to waltz into the semi. I'm joking. That's my last dance. Um, Look, I don't think it's that hard for uh, Brazil to sweat in Qatar. Um, but I'm going to have to like, disagree with you on this one, Chad. I, I feel like this game is a bit of a walkover. Um, mm-hmm. All due respect to Croatia, we saw how they performed together as a unit in the last World Cup. But again, they're going into additional time. And this time around, it's with the same squad and... Those legs aren't, legs. The legs aren't going to carry them as much that. as they used to. Um, and the way that Brazil play, they make you run. Mm. They, they make you run. And those, those uh, Croatians are not going to be able to run as much as they could. Um, and at the same time, even if Brazil are 2-0 up, they're not stopping. They never stop. We saw uh, in the last fixture, even when they were 4-0 up, they still pressed on mm. to go for a goal. Um, so it's, it's, for me, I think... Croatia can possibly get a goal on the counter, but they don't have that the pace up front like that as well. Um, for me, Brazil, this one is 2-0 thrashing or 3-0, 4-0 even. Um, and that's with all due respect to Croatia. They've been, they've been impressive defensively. They're extremely rugged. They know how to bog down when they need to. But if there's mm-hmm. any team that can break down a defense, aside from Portugal in this tournament, like we'll see the matchup with Morocco and Portugal, it's def- Brazil are a level above that, in my opinion, in breaking down a rigid defense. You know, we spoke about the dancing and how disrespectful that could be uh, to any op- opposition. I'm going to say something very disrespectful towards Croatians. I think this is the best team in the World Cup against the worst team in the quarterfinals. I think if Morocco... Um, But that's because we don't fav- we don't really care for much for defensive football. Well, I don't even think it's that because I don't even think they're defending very well. Also, I think they just you know, facing teams who aren't prolific enough to, to really test the resolve. I think it's not going to be a good defensive show at all. Richarlison is, I'm not his biggest fan. I think he, he can be a crybaby at times, but he hasn't had a reason to cry or sulk yet um, or at all uh, this tournament. So I feel like the likes of Rafinha, Richarlison, Vinicius, Neymar, Paqueta, Martinelli off the bench, Rodrigo, they're going to smash this Croatian team. And I... Couldn't be more excited to see that happen. Um, I'm back in Brazil all the way and against... Well, I'm back in Brazil all the way too, yeah. but I, I just feel like, you know, they have quality and it's not just in their midfield. Uh, Andre Kramaric is a decent striker. I think at the back, Vardiol has made, he's made a name for himself. Mm. He's one of the most uh, uh, prized young talents talented defenders in, in, in world football. Borna Sosa is a left back that Man City have had their eye on. This is a team that are producing quality players. Maybe, um, you know, they haven't, they haven't impressed many. I can understand that because they don't play this brand, uh, great brand of football. I just feel like they know how to fight. And yeah. I just feel like for that, maybe, just maybe Brazil will have to work a little bit harder than, they, than what they have. And I guess we'll just wait and see. No, I don't need to wait for anything. I think Brazil... <laughs> you want to wait long. This is the first big show of the quarterfinals. Yeah, um, I'm going to end with the same question. I always end off, um, you know, during the World Cup time, I am giving you guys the opportunity to change your predictions. I know sometimes listeners out there don't really want to hear it. They want to hear the confidence and you stick to your guns. But um, Chad, you actually just touched on Brazil now and how you're backing him. 
Josh, I suppose you're the only one who's given us a weird um prediction <laughs> in the together. <laughs> a weird uh, prediction. But uh, no, I, any chance to change now it's the last eight. No, I do believe that England can get a result over France. Mm. And if you can get a result over the former champion, you can go, you can go all the way. Mm-hmm. Um yes they'll have another tough task and it's this this level or this stage of the tournament is always a tough ask even if you're facing a Morocco. Yeah. Um yeah, I I don't think that I'll be changing my prediction. I think that uh It's England have off. the fight. I think that England have the firepower <laughs> going forward. They have a midfielder that's leading that midfield with impressive style and hard work and determination and they've got a backline who have been solid. Uh even with the criticism that Harry Maguire gets and I'll say his name because he is mm. criticized heavily when it comes you to the world. Harry Maguire scapegoat. <laughs> <laughs> when it when it comes to uh international stage Gareth Southgate mm. backed him and even I was a little bit uh, off that because it wasn't it wasn't based on his form um now he's proven that Gareth Southgate made the right decision mm. he's been excellent at the world cup you can't knock him mm. um and it, he'll have another test and I'm sure that they'll pass it the defensive line as well Jend any final words from you um yeah Morocco all the way Africa let's do this is that your bowl call for for this uh, quarter round yeah. uh, quarter I'd final. love to see it yeah uh, it is a bold call and I look I, I the, the expected final perhaps by most is probably Brazil versus mm-hmm. Portugal but I just feel like Morocco just write them off at your peril yeah I I'm going to make my bold call and say that Netherlands against Argentina is the last time we'll see a tough game to call are you still backing Brazil, Brazil? I couldn't be more confident in Brazil and I couldn't be more confident in a so Brazil like <laughs> I couldn't be more confident in a Brazil and Portugal final which I think I did predict at the start um as well whether it was on air or in discussion of air but um those who know me know that I've been true to my word Uh, but yeah, I think that's all we have time for. Um, if you're out there listening and want to stand a chance of winning that 200 and betting voucher, courtesy of Hollywood Bets, give us your bold prediction in the quarterfinals. Could football be coming home? Will it come to the actual home in Africa? Uh, could Morocco, uh, you know, cause an upset against Portugal or perhaps Croatia's old legs could surprise many? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts. And if your comment does, of course, hit the target. You could walk away with the 200 and betting voucher. Courtesy of Hollywood Bits, gentlemen. It's the quarterfinals. It's the biggest stage in the world. Well, the stage is about to get bigger. It's the semifinals and then finals next. But um, happy just, punting! Just one last question before mm-hmm. we go: If if Croatia are able to miraculously pull off this massive upset, and then this easy is Portugal. Cup, this easy. is the World Cup of upsets. But I'm asking: If they are to do it, are you going to give Croatia credit and say, wow, Croatia, you actually have a chance or are you going to be like, wow, whoever they go, whoever they verse now, they're going out? Uh, I'd say it's a straightforward answer. I think Brazil would be their own worst enemy. Only Brazil could stop this Brazil team in the World Cup. I think even though I'm backing a Portugal and Brazil final, I think only, only Brazil, <laughs> with that answer, only Brazil yeah. can hold Brazil. So hope that answers your question. No, it's <laughs> that. Uh, Josh, until next week, Chad. Uh, it's fun as always. Uh, and cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers.